Hello, and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what it takes to get into coaching, what it takes to be a coach, and the different steps that it takes to become a professional coach at the high school level specifically. Obviously, I'm a a high school coach. I'm not a college coach, so I don't want to go that route, or (laughs) definitely not an NFL coach, but when I talk about what it takes to be a high school coach, I'll talk in general concepts, because most most states are different from one another about as far as what they require their coaches to have uh, for them to be a be a coach. But those are some things we will talk about today on the podcast. But before we start, <clears throat> just want to mention you know where do you find me? Uh, you find me on Twitter. That's my that's my jam. That's what I like to uh, to look at. That's how I communicate with different people. And my Twitter handle is at mind of a FB coach. I'll say that one more time. At mind of a FB coach. That's me, Zach Davis. And that's my fam in the uh, the Twitter Twitter picture. And then our schedule superimposed over the state of West Virginia is my, what do they call that thing? Like your header picture or something like that. Uh, spices it up a little bit. Uh, makes it a little more appealing. I guess that's why Twitter did it. I don't know. So, before we start today, let's talk about uh, some previous podcasts. Uh, you can scroll through your, you know, whatever you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Google. Uh, my most recent podcast is Fatigue Part 2. talks about fatigue during the coronavirus, which we're all having. Uh, it's not the fatigue of, oh, we're overworked. It's more of a fatigue of, we don't know what's coming. And how do we fill our day, our day with meaningful activity? Uh, and then we have rhythm and disruptive. and think Those are just, again, just topics about the coronavirus. And what a unique time in history. I think about what's it going to look like five years from now. And I look back on my, my podcast. I, I click on those and re-listen to them and think about, oh my goodness, that was something that happened five years ago, the coronavirus. Oh my gosh. And you know with our news cycle that this will, like, this is a big story, but in five years, there'll be something else that people are acting like, oh my gosh, it's the biggest thing ever. So, be really interesting in 2025 to come back and look at these podcasts and, and listen to what I was thinking uh, during during this time. So, without further ado, let's get into the topic for today. So, today is a response to a message I got on Twitter about what does it, beco- what does it take to become a coach? And, you know, I'll give a little bit of my story so maybe people can take some lessons from that and then talk a little more specifically about what does it take to actually become become a coach, like the, the paperwork process, things of that nature, and how you, you find people, right? How do you find your first job uh, to be able to, uh, to become a coach? So I knew I wanted to be a coach for a long, long time. I knew I wanted to be a coach specifically a high school football coach and a teacher for a, since I, oh gosh, since I was in middle school, I knew that's something I wanted to do. I think a lot of people in my profession are the same. They feel the same way. They knew they wanted to coach. I come from a family of coaches. Uh, my grandfather and my dad were, were both very successful high school coaches. And that's something I always wanted to do. I was a little, I was a little kid sitting in Sitting in church, drawing football plays in my church bulletin, <laughs> and uh, you know I'd go to high school and play football, and I'd be doodling 
uh, in my notebook for high school. I'd, I'd be doodling in my notebook in college. Uh, and I knew I wanted to become become a coach because uh, as a player, I was a very average player. Uh, and the reason I played was because I understood what was happening. I often knew what all 11 players were doing on offense when we ran any given play. And I really had middle busts. So I was I was able to play because I, I at least knew who to go block. Uh, I, then I could obviously use some technique and fundamentals from there. Uh, to get my job done. So, you know, that transition was easy for me. I went from a very cerebral player uh, to being able uh, to be a coach. In, in college, I think I had one mental error, and, and that's out of, like, all the snaps I ever played. And the mental error wasn't really my fault. The center made the wrong front ID call. <laughs> I made the right one, but uh, coach gave me a ME, mental error, uh, because the center called one thing, I did what I thought was right. I should have gone with the center's call. So technically, I never had a mental error, uh, but um, you know, it's something that that happens. So you just got to go with it, right? But I graduated from college in 2009, and then I got I went right into to teaching and coaching. I did not graduate college with a teaching degree. I had a degree in exercise science. I went into the private school route right out of uh, right out of college, and to anybody listening who wants to get into the teaching profession, uh, learn from my error. Go and go through the the school of education because I had to learn a whole lot of lessons in the first couple of years of teaching because I didn't learn them at school. I was learning how to train people, and that is very very different from teaching a classroom full. <laughs> of knucklehead teenagers. So uh, if you learn anything from this podcast, please, if you're thinking about what do I go and major in if I want to be a coach, major in education. Yeah, because I had to go back and take a like alternative certification course uh, after I got done uh, with college and then I went and started my teaching career. So I had to go back to school and that it was good. It taught me a lot, but I, sh- I should have just done that in college. Looking looking back on it, definitely should have done that in in college. So my first teaching job, uh, actually my first couple teaching and coaching jobs, uh, I was I was loving it, doing the best I could. Uh, I've taught I taught like Bible, I taught weights, I taught science, I taught intensive reading, uh, and the reason I, I have all these certifications I, now I have like. I can be a principal, English is a second language, I have special ed on my certificate, is because my first two jobs were cut. I lost my job due to budget cuts, uh, you know, due to declining student enrollment. I graduated in 2009, so that was right during the recession, and things were not going well, especially in Florida, because the real estate market basically collapsed, so you know, people were moving, people were or losing their job, things of that nature. So when people ask me, what does it take to be a coach? One of the things I talk to them about usually, if it's a face-to-face conversation, is uh, this is not an easy profession to be in. And I, I say that from a position of experience, where it's something you really, really want to do. And sometimes circumstances that are outside of your control make it to where you lose a job, right? Because of declining student enrollment. Or, you know, maybe you get fired 
and you were doing the best you could. You thought you were doing your job. Uh, It's not something that is fun, right? Uh, But it is, it's a profession where, you know, you can, you can be doing your job one day and the next day you don't have it for whatever reason that is. And that's one thing I try to make sure I let young coaches understand. I, I try to just relay that this is, this is a great job, but it can change right now, right? It can change really, really quick. Uh, so you got to do it cause you love it. Uh, don't quit when it's, when it's hard, right? You got to press in and find within yourself. Is this really what you want to do? And, um, you know, coaching at the, the high school level, you need to be a teacher first, right? You need to be a teacher. You need to be somebody that's, uh, invested in the, in the academic lives of students, you're trying to help them become the best student athlete they can be. And that should be at the forefront of your mind as an educator is that their academic performance is far more important than their athletic performance. And, you know, kind of that's my background, right? My philosophy and then some things, some practical steps to becoming a coach. There's a couple of those. Uh, Number one, (laughs) Obviously, if you want to be a teacher and a coach, you need a college degree. Uh, those are things you need to be able to do and then go through your state, however that certification process happens. And then the question that people are really asking most of the time when they ask me, how do I become a coach is, like, how do I get connected to somebody to get a job? And when I first started coaching, I got my first teaching and coaching job because my brother had coach on a team and he had talked to the principal about me graduating and uh, that was set up that way so a lot of times it's who you know not what you know Uh, but one of the great things about the era in which we live is we have this thing called social media and I think Twitter is the ultimate football coaches hang out this is where football coaches uh, love to talk love to connect so if you're a young coach or you're looking to get into coaching, you don't even have, you don't have to be young. If you're just looking to get into coaching, get on Twitter, follow a bunch of high school football coaches, engage in their tweets, and then, hey, maybe, maybe something happens from there. Um, you know, preferably somebody that's near you, right, where you live so you can actually go coach there, or maybe a place you're looking to move to. You know, I, I don't know if this is Twitter, if Facebook's as big as Twitter. I don't have Facebook, uh, but Twitter is is awesome. You can connect with different people. You can uh, pass on ideas, and then you if you're looking for a job, maybe you're you're reaching out to coaches and you're saying, "Hey, I live in your area. Could I volunteer?" Um, you know, maybe if you're a teacher. Right, you're trying to maybe move somewhere, you're teaching your coach, trying to move somewhere, you can reach out to a coach maybe you've connected with on Twitter, and uh, you can go from there. There's also a website called Football Scoop, www.footballscoop.com. Uh, that's actually where I found my first job, <laughs> or my first head job, excuse me. Uh, I was looking on footballscoop.com under the high school uh section and I saw Riverside High School, Bell, West Virginia. And I was like, well, why not? I'll shoot a resume out. And lo and behold, uh, they were 
gracious enough to hire me. And then uh, Nitro, the Nitro job came open. That didn't go on Football Scoop. I knew that was coming open through somebody else. And it's a job I wanted, so I applied. And, and luckily, I, I'm here at here at Nitro. So if you want to get into coaching, I think the you know, obviously number one, if you want to be a teacher and a coach, you need your education, right? And then you need your certification. And now as teachers in West Virginia, if you are a certified teacher, you're a certified coach. So those go hand in hand. And then obviously you need to network uh, to be able to find the job that you want to uh, find the job where you want to be. Um, now I could change, right? Coaches, coaches leave, coaches move. Uh, so that's something that even if you're in a job and you're looking for something else, then hey, Twitter's a great place to look for for new employment. And then and the last category is guys who are not not teachers, uh, guys who are just looking to coach as a, as like a layperson. And uh, in the state of West Virginia, it, they make that a little more complex than it, than it should be, in my opinion. Uh, there's a class you have to take. There's a fee you have to pay. And then there's some different forms you have to do. You have to pay the fee every year. Uh, and I, there's a better, better way to do that, but this is not the time or place for that. So, um, you know, it's a little more work to be a coach if you're not a teacher as far as the paperwork you have to go take these classes you have to pay your fee every year um which i think is ridiculous because they don't pay coaches enough anyway you have to pay a fee every year that's ridiculous uh but that's the way you can become a coach in west virginia as a as a lay coach so just to kind of go back and recap gotta have your certification gotta have your right paperwork and then make sure you network and I'm I'm pushing Twitter on this. I think Twitter is the way to do it. I think it you can reach out to the most people and find the job that you really really want um, on Twitter. Maybe a guy has an opening somewhere after you get to know him, and you you want to move there or you live there, and it's something that you can you can take it and run with it. So I hope hope that was helpful. Uh, hope that answers some questions. I want to keep this relatively short uh, about how to how do you become a coach? How do you get into this this thing that we that we all love? So thank you for your time, and I will put this up here shortly. <laughs>